This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, every Monday I give one of you a hundred bucks to invest in an idea and to get to the top. To enter, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes now and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you subscribed. Last week's winner was Dr. Paul Vasquez, Dr. Paul Vasquez with My Ads Nation. And he currently is working a full-time job and is dying to get out. Nathan Latka here. Coming up tomorrow morning, you'll learn from Ari Mirza. They did 700 grand last year via his agency, and he's now entering the group coaching space. But why? Coaching stinks. Top Tribe, good morning. Nathan Latka here. Our guest today is Ariel Cumis. He is the he's a product builder, 500 Startups alumni, and former Tourist Eye CEO and co-founder, which was recently acquired by Lonely Planet. He's currently building a new education system based on collaboration between peers and bots. Ariel, are you ready to take us to the top? Hey, how are you? I am doing good, man. Okay. What year did you exit Tourist Eye? Your first, I assume that was your first business? Yeah, that was my first uh, company. It got acquired in 2013. Okay, 2013. And and what was the... Just describe us real quick. What was Tourist Eye? Uh, it was a travel guide for mobile devices uh, with all the information offline. There are multiple applications doing the same uh, right now, but we were the first ones to do it uh, back in 2010. Okay, and what was your revenue model? How did you make money on that? We had different models. Uh, most of the money was coming out of like uh, referral fees that we were getting when our customers were uh, booking a hotel or a flight through us. We also had some like uh, premium features in the application and we had like up to like 10,000 um, paid um, users of the application. Uh-huh. And what was the, uh, had you raised uh, funding for Tourist Eye or no? Yeah, yeah, we, we raised um, like not not a lot, like close to one million dollars before the acquisition. Uh, the opportunity to got acquired got just when we were raising our Series A, and uh, that million dollar that million dollars that we raised that happened between two rounds, one in Europe and one in San Francisco through five hundred startups. Mm-hmm. And what did, what uh, when you're raising that Series A round, what valuation were you aiming for? Uh, between six uh, and seven. Okay, so is it fair to say that the acquisition by lonely i was for between six and seven million no like we we, we can disclose that number uh, it wasn't it was a number that made our investors happy and every employee happy which I mean, it's something i'm really proud of uh, but i can't i can't disclose the exact number but it's it's a it's a seven uh, digits figure talk to us about why don't disclose the number but why was what you sold for not equal to your opportunity cost which was the series a valuation you had yeah, that's a great question. Uh, we were in a hard spot. Um, there were a lot of other companies trying to do something similar. And one of them um, had raised close to $60 million. Which, which one? Uh, Gogobot. Yeah. 
they, they, they put us and a lot of people in a really tough place because even with that amount of money they had raised, uh, they were not doing great as a business. Uh, so every time we were having a conversation with an angel investor, uh, things were really well because they really trusted our team and our, our execution were super lean. Uh, but when we were talking with a, with a VC, for example, their, their answer was always the same, was we have seen dozens of uh, business similar to yours and none of them is becoming a real uh, profitable business, not even the ones that have raised millions and millions of dollars. So why are you going to make it uh, possible? And it was really hard to answer that question because, I mean, you can talk about user experience. We had a few like things that we were doing very different. Um, but in terms of revenue, we, we didn't have a lot to show yet compared to the other players. So that was a hard spot. So that's why we decided to like kind of explore uh, ways of joining a bigger company. And it was uh, just by coincidence that Lonely Planet talked to us the week that I, I was exploring and talking about that opportunity with other companies. So it just it just happened and it was uh, too good to say no to that. So you sold in 2013. How old were you when you sold? I was 26, 26 okay. 27. Yeah. Okay, so what, you're 30, 31 now? Um, 29. 29. So what have you been done since 2013? What are you focused on? Well, after that, I, I joined uh, Lonely Planet. It's been a really exciting journey there. It's a publishing company. They, they, they've been selling books for over 40 years. Uh, my role has been to work in the uh, digital product side, trying to like change the way co the company thinks about how to build products. We're not building books anymore. We're building technology. So I had to work on creating all the infrastructure for their content to, that is available in books to be able uh, to, to be available in mobile applications and websites through APIs and then uh, start building new applications with that content. I've been launching their new website, helping so launch did, the did, new mobile did Lonely, application. Just real quick, Ariel, did Lonely yeah. Planet actually own the content of these books like a licensing right and you had to disseminate all that text information into a yes. digital version? Yes, they sent they, they sent professional traveler travelers to visit every place in the world and really like curate and uh, try restaurants and try hotels and that's like what what makes them really different. Got it. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, what, so what are you doing now? Yeah, so right now I'm between uh, two two worlds. I'm still working for Lonely Planet um, part time, and I'm also starting a new project um, in an area that is my passion and has been my passion since I was a little kid, which is uh, teaching. I love learning, and I love enabling other people to learn. And I really think everyone in this world deserves an opportunity to have a great education, an education that shouldn't be passive or boring as it is to go to college today. So we're building a new platform that is online that that's have any teachers it doesn't have any classes it's all project-based so we have teams of students that are uh, collaborating and learning from each other while, while they're building real real world products what's the name of the company it's hacker path Hacker and path. we have one little thing that makes us uh, pretty special and unique that we are just starting to hold talk. on hold on ariel is the yeah. is the url hackerpath.com no. Uh, well, it's uh, hackerpath.co and .org, uh, but we are in the process of like defining that. We, it's still very early days. Okay. So what is the, how are you, how do you plan to make money on Hackerpath? 
Yeah, so there, there's like a um, short-term strategy and a long-term strategy. Uh, initially, we are charging it's a subscription model where we are charging the, the students. But because our goal is to make uh, this open to everyone, our vision is to eventually make this uh, free to everyone. And the way we think we can do that is because our goal as a company is to make sure everyone gets a job someday. And if you get a job, you get paid. Uh, right now, uh, recruiters are charging companies a 20% fee uh, on the like year salary of a person. Uh, with our system that is highly scalable, we can charge a commission that is way lower than that. We're thinking about between a three and a five percent. So that is much better than the subscription that we're planning on charging our users. But you are pre-revenue. So, yes. Yes. Okay. So here, look, a lot of the, my audience right now, some of them are stuck in corporate. They've never done a startup, startup. They're trying to figure out how to get out. Others are like you. They sold to a business. They're stuck in some ridiculous earnout clause that was like <laughs> three years. And they're like, oh, should I leave early and give up the money on the earnout? Or should I just wait till the earnout's done and start my own thing? Tell us the story of how you're balancing that at Lonely Planet. Yeah, so it was super interesting because, and interesting and atypical because we didn't have any kind of like retainer or any reason, like any monetary reason to stay working for Lonely Planet. There's no earn out. No, no, no. Actually, my co-founder left the company, left uh, Lonely Planet like three three or four months uh, after the acquisition. Uh, I decided to stay because it's been really like intellectually stimulating to me. Um, but... To be honest, I mean, unless it's an amount of money that will change the rest of your life and you don't have any savings, maybe maybe I would say it's worth spending two or three years of your life working on something that is like not the best thing you can be doing. But otherwise, um, and this, by the way, is a super like personal uh, opinion and decision. I think otherwise, you should rather be doing something you really love. Like if you have um, an app like, like a guarantee in your life and the privilege to do what you love, just don't waste your time to it. Yep. So what are you, I mean, what are the conversations like at Lonely Planet when you're talking to your bosses and, and I mean, your folks, how are you like easing out of it? Um, that's a good question. It's... It's been very clear uh, for everyone. I think that, like, I mean, that I have a, a background as an entrepreneur. Um, so that's a conversation we always have. And actually, we we talk about my ideas and side projects very often. I, I'm like always like doing new things. Um, so and they know I want to explore other opportunities. And recently, we have been discussing how can we make it happen. And because I have a really good understanding of the business, uh, what we are doing is I can still provide a lot of value to the company, even if I'm not working full time mm -hmm. so we decided to move to they're a still paying position. you though. they're still paying oh, yeah. you though right oh, yeah, yeah yeah absolutely what are you one of the decisions people have to make in this situation is the salary they're giving up right because uh, it's safe and comfy and it feels good what salary would you be giving up if you decide to quit completely oh the uh, it, it's like um in the six digit figure so it's a good salary to have a good life in uh, an expensive city like san francisco um it's not like a managerial uh, salary that is making me rich um yeah but it's, it's, it's called like life. you know 150k and you're in san fran yeah. right yeah exactly yeah okay cool so you, you'd give that up but i imagine from your exit and from just saving your salary you, you've created a cushion for yourself so if things don't go well in the new startup you have some runway Oh yeah, exactly. I, I I consider myself really really privileged in in that in that way. So I can start the new business. I'm like paying another developer to help me with this. Uh, paying some like uh, uh, contractors to do do like little things uh, for my new project. And uh, I'm I'm being able to do that thanks to the previous acquisition. And even if things go uh, wrong, I can always um, spend a few months looking a few months looking for the right thing to do next. So how much, how much have you invested of your own money so far? 
no, not not a lot. We are really, really, really lean. We actually most of the money we have spent so far was used to build like an experiment that we launched last week. It was called Code Roulette. It was kind of like a pair programming thing for developers that they can join online and do challenges, coding challenges together. Uh, we did that to validate the interest in like collaborative learning with between strangers. Uh, it went super well. We got in Product Hunt, um, Hacker News, Reddit, uh, Wired, The Next Web. Um, I'm super happy about that. And most of the money has gone there because for Hacker Path, we're using a lot of existing technology. It's all integrating with like existing uh, messaging applications like uh, Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp, um, uh, Slack, for example. So the technology side comes after we are ready to scale our system. We, we're using technology to... So like, sorry, what, how much have you put in so far to date? Oh, like uh, 10, 15,000. Okay, so not, 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 yeah, not, not too much, but, but still healthy enough to get you to an MVP. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, very, very cool. Well, hey, Dan, as you build this, and sorry, Goran, I always get these names all mixed up. Ariel, as you, mm -hmm. build, as you build this, what's the easiest way for people to connect with you online to follow along? Um, uh, probably Medium or Twitter. Uh, my username in both places is Ariel Camus. My name is like A-R-I-E-L, and the last name is Camus, C-A-M-U-S. I'm on Medium, like writing regularly, and on Twitter, too. Okay, Top Tribe, I have to tell you, many people go, Nathan, you came out of nowhere, your website's growing so fast, how'd you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator, I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator, and the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use, because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin, and guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24-7 support, which I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them, you guys know I make great deals. If you go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan, you can sign Sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45-day money-back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. All right, Top Tribe will link to that in the show notes at nathanlacka.com forward slash the top 455. Again, forward slash the top 455. All right, Ariel, it's time for the famous five. You ready? Yes. Number ahead. one, what's your favorite business book? <clears throat> oh, that's a hard one. I think I loved uh, Jessica Levinson's book, um, 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 What's Up, Founder, uh, Founders at Work, or what, what? I don't remember the title, but it, it was an amazing book. Founders at Work? Uh, yeah. Okay. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Hmm. Not, not really. There's no single one. There are a few VCs in the Bay Area that I really like and I read regularly, um, especially like American President Ben Horowitz. Number three, is there a favorite online tool you have, like HostGator? Um, to be honest, like online tool, like in general, yep. um, Google Docs for everything. Number four, yes or no, do you get eight hours of sleep every night? Eight? No. And what's your situation? Married, single, do you have kids? Single. All right. Well, and you're, with, a, with a partner, but single. Okay. And you're 39. So take us back 19 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Well, I'm 29. So oh, 29. My, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my, my 19 years old? Hmm. Uh, um, I, I have things pretty clear by that time already. So, um, you, wouldn't, so you wouldn't tell your 20-year-old self anything? No lessons? No anything? Uh, well, maybe it's just like relax, you're doing well, and have fun. 
All right, Top Tribe, there you got it from Ariel. Relax and have more fun. Sold his first company in 2013 to Lonely Planet. Now working on transitioning out. Has already spent $15,000 of his own money on his new business, which helps and is ideally helping to create an online marketplace where folks can learn. Uh, no teachers, just bots, data, and a lot of uh, project-based courses. Ariel, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you, Nathan. If you enjoyed today's episode, go back and listen to Sean Wycliffe, who's done over $6.9 million in movie tickets sold via his discount marketplace deal flicks, now raising $1.2 bucks. Hey, Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars, and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money, HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday.